This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. Sometimes we need data to show us that our efforts to make lifestyle and habit changes are worth it. Um, Because sometimes we just don't see the effects externally. So today I'm going to talk about the benefits of exercise in terms of cancer prevention and some of the studies and what they show us about that. So stay tuned for some very interesting inspiration about why exercise makes a difference. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I am not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. So it would be an unfortunate thing to quit exercise because you just want to see a certain impact on the scale. Um, When the impact that exercise has on you at a cellular level is where it's most beneficial. So I've talked on a lot of other episodes about the benefit that exercise has for our brains, um, for our mood, for our cardiovascular health. And today I'm going to talk about the evidence that shows a link between exercise and cancer risk reduction. And I'll also discuss a study that reveals more about how exercise might be keeping cancer at bay. So for this information, I am referencing a systematic review um, from the um, a sports exercise journal. And it looked at 45 reports that consisted of hundreds of epidemiologic studies. And those studies in total contained several million study participants. Okay, so that's significant. And the report found strong evidence for an association between the highest versus the lowest physical activity levels and reduced risks of several cancers, including bladder, breast, colon, endometrial, esophageal, adenocarcinoma, renal cancer, and gastric cancer. And the risk reduction ranged from 10% to as high as 20% when you increased activity levels. So that's very significant. That's quite an impact. And not only that, but when looking at people in the studies who already had a diagnosis of breast cancer or colorectal cancer, or prostate cancer, they also looked at, in these reviews and meta-analyses, they looked at what was the association in those people with those diagnoses um, with a decreased mortality rate, both all-cause, mortality from all causes, and cancer-specific mortality. And they found that there was a risk reduction um, between greater amounts of physical activity in people with those diagnoses of up to 40 to 50%. 
So that's a very significant difference. Um, so what what they what what was obvious in this in this systematic review is that the levels of physical activity are associated with reducing the risk and improving the survival of several different cancers. And, you know, and that might make you wonder, well, why? Why would exercise have anything to do with cancer? Why would it decrease the risk for cancer or the risk of cancer progression or the risk of dying from cancer? Um, Well, that's a good question. One thing that can help us understand it better is from a study of patients that have a syndrome called Lynch syndrome. And that is a genetic condition that can lead to cancer in young, um, in people that are very young. So what happened is they looked at 45 minutes of intense exercise three times a week in people with Lynch syndrome. And what they used was high intensity cycling uh, for that specific study. Um, But that amount of exercise made the immune system more able to stamp out cancer cells. Um, and and not only, you know, one of the reasons they did this um, study in that way was they wanted to be able to give very concrete amounts that they could recommend. Um, it wasn't just like exercise. It was like 45 minutes of intense exercise three times a week. So, and that was a small study. It was only 21 people, but it helps us kind of understand and see, um, you know, these, this systemic systematic review of all these studies that have shown these improvements in reduced risk for getting cancer and reduced risk once you have cancer, it get, this gives us a little more cl- clue about how it works and why it works. Because in that study of the patients with Lynch syndrome, they not only tracked their cardio and respiratory fitness, they also tracked their immune cells. Specifically, they tracked their natural killer cells and their CD8 T cells in the blood and in colon tissues. And those, the reason they chose those cells is that those are the immune cells that will attack foreign entities, including cancer cells. Because your immune system is very much a part of what's involved in, in detecting and eliminating cancer cell threats in your body. And a healthy immune system is going to fight off cancer better. Um, the people who exercise had more active natural killer cells and CD8 T cells. Um, And not only that, but they also looked at inflammatory markers. And the people that were exercising saw a drop in levels of a marker called PGE2, which is prostaglandin E2. And that's an inflammatory marker. And the drop in that marker was was linked very closely to the increase in the immune cells. And both the drop in that inflammatory marker and the rise of the other two cells showed a stronger, what was likely a stronger immune response in the people that were exercising. And that what the people that ran that study think is that those changes related to the boost in the body's immune kind of um, immune surveillance system, um, because the immune system acts as kind of the checkpoint, it hunts around the body and searches for cells it should clear out before they become cancerous. And that surveillance system was improved by people that were exercising. And this is not, you know, this study wasn't done like out of the blue. It's it's kind of built on a lot of these um, big reviews that showed that there's strong evidence that exercise can reduce the risk of these cancers. 
um, by up to 20%, specifically bladder, breast, colorectal, and gastric cancers. Um, this is the first study. This this was um, just recently released about the study of Lynch syndrome. This is the first study that um, shows a link between exercise and changes in immune biomarkers. So it is very interesting because it gives us a little bit of a clue as to why all of these studies have shown the improvement. Um, all of them have shown um, the risk of cancer going down with exercise. It seems to be something where our immune system is just activated. So if you're exercising regularly, let's say you're exercising 45 minutes, three days a week intensely, well, you're in that category of people that probably has a higher level of natural killer cells circulating. You probably have a, a higher level of CD8 cells circulating. If we base, you know, our understanding of it on this, this study and that can really help explain why including exercise regularly is doing something good for you in terms of giving you that boost at fighting off any little circulating or, you know, changing cells that might not be normal that need to be caught by your immune system and destroyed before they can progress to becoming a bigger problem. So this kind of lends us a lot more understanding as to what's going on when we include exercise in our um, normal set of habits. Um, you know, if you look at the American Cancer Society, they say that more than 15% of all cancer deaths, even not including tobacco-related cancers, okay, smoking-related cancers, chewing-related cancers, take those out, and you still have, according to the American Cancer Society, more than 15% of all cancer deaths in the United States are related to lifestyle factors. So physical inactivity included in those lifestyle factors that seem to contribute to cancer deaths. Um, so those, this is something to keep in mind. If you're feeling like you don't want to exercise, if you're feeling like it doesn't do anything, well, you just don't necessarily see your natural killer cells increasing in number. You don't see the CD8 cells increasing in number. Um, but it seems that that is happening and it seems that there is a benefit there and that benefit may extend to decreasing your risk for cancer, um, and improving your long-term health in that way. So any form of exercise will somehow lead to some benefit. And this is just one of those um, things to know that it may be doing. So all that being said, it is really nice outside right now. And I am going to go ahead and go put on my running shoes and I'm going to go for a nice run. I hope that y'all can find some time today to fit one in for yourself or fit some exercise in for yourself as well. And I hope this encourages encourages you um, during this busy time of year to really find the time to get in some exercise and enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Come back again next week for more. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on The Extra Helping to sign up. 
That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more. Thank you.